Hey everybody, Jay Everline here. So excited to be joining you all today. A um, little bit of a different format. I'm hanging out today with um, a few folks on my team. And every now and then we get questions that come in um, that we think um, might be useful uh, to others that are listening in and wanting to learn more about how to be an effective leader, how to create a um, high-performing culture on your team, things about life, things about team building, and all kinds of things. And so we thought it might be helpful to, um, and then there's stuff, by the way, that comes up on our team uh, that, that we are working through and we're trying to be more effective leaders uh, day in and day out. It's a journey. It is not a sprint. And it's both an art and a science. And so we thought it might be great just to literally have a conversation here um, and and let you all tune in to some of the questions that I get the opportunity to take a bat at, like culture, leadership, team building, etc. And so that's what we're going to do today. This is uncut, unadulterated, um, unedited live. And so... Um, I am, I am, you know, taking all of my years of experience and the way that I approach leadership and trying to respond uh, and will respond to uh, some of these questions. And there's one particular question that one of the leaders on my team has raised. They asked me this question uh, and I thought I might uh, tune you into this conversation on my response to the question. And the question is this whole idea of buy-in. Um, so there's a situation that uh, the leader on my team is having with a particular individual who they need to uh, perform in a certain way. They need them to, they've got a project that's underway and they just don't feel like the end of individual in their terms is bought in, is bought into getting the results on this project that needs to take place. And so they asked me the question, how do I get this individual to buy in and so I'm going to answer that question today maybe some of you have a similar situation or a situation that begs the same question and um, and you get an opportunity to hear what my thoughts are on that and so 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 here here's basic response to that question I don't believe in buy-in I do not believe and this whole idea of getting people to buy in. So there's a whole lot there. And I'm going to try my best to unpack that in the next five to ten minutes. Um, and you may disagree. You may have a different perspective. And I um, will acknowledge right up front that there are different iterations of this. It's multifactorial. If you gave me a different situation, um, I might provide a different response. But just on the, the basis of the question, um, getting people to buy in, I'm going to respond to that question. So I do not believe in buy-in. So let me unpack that. So there are different uh, situations that come into play. First of all, you may be an individual who are who's just now um, – entering a team as the leader, in which case you did not necessarily hire um, or bring on board all the people on your team. In other situations, um, you have been on the team and you did hire a good portion of those that are on your team today. Well, in either case, um, 
there, there, in my mind, whenever we ask the question, how do I get people to buy in? There are two reasons, two reasons. I'll drill it down to that while we ask that question. One of them is because, you know, we have to ask that question because either we have failed to do one of two things. One is we have failed to clearly state the expectations of those who are on our team. We have not made it plain what it is we expect from them in terms of their performance, etc. The other thing that we have, may have failed to do, which is why we ended up asking the question, how do I get people to buy in, is that we have failed to hold people accountable to the things that we have um, made clear about how we uh, expect people to perform. And so in a nutshell, two reasons. Failed to communicate clear expectations for performance or have failed to hold people accountable. And, and so let me, let me kind of tell you my philosophy. The reason I don't believe in buy-in is because the day that an individual decides to sign up on as an employee, as a member of the team, join the organization, when you and that person agree, at that point, they have bought in. <laughs> Bottom line. So, so this whole idea of buy-in that's when it begins. Now, the question becomes, and again, here, here's the deal. I understand why people ask the question. B basically, the question is just smoke and mirrors. It, it's smoke and mirrors. And the root of the, the question really lies in, you know, us wanting people to be engaged. We want them to own the, the performance of the team in such a way that they don't have to be coerced, they don't have to, I don't have to spend a whole lot of time motivating them, that they they basically wake up in the morning and they're asking themselves the question, how do I help us meet our goals and objectives? That that's really what we're saying uh, when we ask that question or the question is asked, how do I get people to buy in? And so in a nutshell, here here is why we end up at this place when we ask the question, how do I get people to buy in? Well, the fact that they're on the team, you've allowed them to be on the team. They've agreed to be on the team. They've signed it. They've signed that they bought in. The question becomes, have you made it clear? Have you set in motion? Have you clearly documented and communicated what you expect them uh, to do? Have you, have, you, have you clearly stated the expectations uh, that you have of them. So as an example, just just really it can go from the very basic to maybe um, even more complex things. So, for instance, let's just say you're on a team and you have customers. You have people that you serve. Um, what I would ask is, have you made simple statements like this? You know, as a member of our team, one of the things that we do as a way of doing business, as a way of serving those um, who, who are privileged to serve, we always greet them with a smile. It can be something as simple as that. If you do not make that statement out loud, if you don't have that documented somewhere as a basic standard of behavior, as a basic expectation, then, you know, people... People or run amok. They 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 just kind of make things up as they go. Let's take that a step further. Um, let's just say, for example, one of the things that you expect people to do is if they have a project, 
um, we finish projects on time. Um, and if you cannot finish a project on, on time, you need to communicate that in, va- in advance. Not at the point that the deliverable um, should be due, but prior to that, um, so that we're all aware of why. Why aren't we able to meet that timeline and what things can we put in place to get back on track to meet the actual timeline? Because why? That is the way that we go about doing business. It's a basic expectation. So first question I need you to ask yourself as a leader, have you made it clear? Have you clarified what those standards of behaviors are? And I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. If you haven't done this, I want to encourage you to write those things down. A one pager. Just just take a sheet right now. If you haven't done it, I want you to right now turn this off and write down bullet point 10 items at minimum that you um, expect from yourself and perhaps those that are on your team or those that you're leading. So that's one item. The second item, again, smoke and mirrors, is if you've clearly outlined what those expectations are. And and people understand that. You've documented those things. It's been communicated to everybody on the team. Now it becomes a question of whether or not you're holding people accountable to them. If you've written those things down and people aren't, you know, governing themselves accordingly, managing themselves according to that, then it becomes if you don't believe that they're bought in, right, you, you this whole question, then are you holding them accountable to the things that you've communicated or the basic expectations? If you have failed to do that, once again, that's why you're asking the question. Because you're not taking those things that you've set out in motion and said, here's how we expect people to perform and holding people accountable to them. That's that 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 is is critical. At the end of the day, what you permit, you promote. If you've communicated the expectations, but you're not holding people accountable to those, then guess what? They're not going to actually perform at the level you need them to perform. They're not going to be engaged. They're not going to meet the expectation. Why? Because it must not be serious enough. And so you know, I might have to do a part two of this because there's a whole lot more that I could unpack about this. I know that people may have some clarifying questions. They may have some different factors in their particular situation that we, you know, might want to consider. I may have to answer. But at the end of the day, when you ask the question, how do I get people to buy in? We end up saying that because we either have not clearly stated the expectations or we have not held people accountable. Now, once again, if you are, if you have been responsible for hiring many of the people that you bring on your team, um, then it's incumbent upon you and you should have been communicating how you all do business at the very beginning of, the, of that relationship. If you were new to the team and so therefore you didn't hire or bring on board all the people on your team, when you first become a new, a, the new leader of that team, the question becomes, are you now reorienting people to what it is that you expect? And then after you've done that, the next question is, are you holding them accountable to that? So my philosophy is it's not about buy-in. That, 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 is, that is not the, the question. The question is, are the expectations clear? And are you holding them accountable? If you have made the expectations clear and 
they are are and you have coached them. <laughs> you said, "Listen, we talked about this. It's not it's not happening, et cetera, et cetera." Now it's the question of it's D Day. It's D Day. You know, I I am the last person to want to see someone, uh, you know, particularly if it's a matter of their livelihood, transition off of a team. But you know, sometimes we have to give people the gift of finding another place to spend the most valuable asset that they have in life, and that is their time. If I have to gift you, it's D-Day. Maybe it's D-Day. D-Day is it's a decision time for you to decide if you want to be a part of what it is we're building here, a part of the culture, uh, and, and, and can you fit within these expectations? Is it the right fit for you? If not, let me give you the gift and help you find something else that might be the right fit. And so, this is my philosophy. This is how I lead. This is the way I approach my work. This is the way I, I, I basically hold myself accountable. Um, and I work with um, my lovely leaders here and those that are on our team. And, and so for those of you that are out there and you uh, have this same question, you're, you're, you're wondering, how do I get people to buy in? Here's my philosophy. Here's my approach. Again, might need to have a, a part two on this. If you have a difference of opinion, um, I, I would welcome your feedback. I'd welcome the dialogue. I don't want this to be a one-way conversation. Please send me a note. Send us an email at info at faithfactorimpact.com and let us know what you're thinking. Let us know if uh, this has been of value. Let us know if there's a situation you'd like us to respond to. Be happy to do that. And so, folks, it's all about becoming a more effective leader. It's all about building a more effective culture. Why? Because the people we serve, the people we're privileged to serve, are counting on us to perform at a high level. And so with that, with that, um, I look forward to, um, you know, chatting with some of you guys online. Hit us up on social media, Facebook page, etc. And um, love to hear from you. So as always, guys, let's go make an impact.